Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I'm joined today by the inimitable Dr. Jake Jacobs. How are you, Jake? Well, fantastic, Duke. You're looking a lot like uh, Wisconsin Jones or Arizona Jones down there. Uh, so I don't know if we can leave you down there too much longer in the, on the wild frontier. You're going to be the next, uh, uh, what do they, who's the fellow, uh, the animal keeper that, that got killed? Oh, yeah. Steve Ir- oh, you're the next, yeah. you're going to be the next Steve Irwin, right? You're going to be uh, wrang- wrangling coyotes at the border. Well, we have two shows, uh, two stories today, and I think they're very interesting. Both of them are, have been chosen by Jake Jacobs. So first of all is John Kirby. He is the, a former Pentagon spokesman. He took a bunch of backlash after he declared on Tuesday that LGBTQ rights were a core part of American foreign policy. The former Pentagon spokesman who serves now as a coordinator of strategic communications for the National Security Council, God help us, made the comments during a press briefing on Tuesday saying that because LGBTQ rights were human rights, the Biden administration viewed them as an important part of American foreign policy. I'd love to hear that works when you're dealing with China or, oh, I don't know, the Middle East. How do you, what do you think about this, Jake? Okay, uh, quickly, I had a Chinese student of mine uh, a couple years back when I was teaching at the academy. He came into the classroom laughing. He says, Doc, have you seen the latest, um, the latest woke recruitment for the military? And I said, no. And so he showed it to me, and it was this uh, transgender woke commercial recruiting for the U.S. Army. Then he showed me a Chinese communist recruiting commercial along with the Russian commercial, and you saw these buff, tough, you know, uh, military people. And he says, if you guys keep this up, we are going to overtake you someday. And I got to tell you something. My dad was in World War II, was in the U.S. Navy. Now, this Kirby was a rear admiral. He went to the Naval War College. He was act- He's actually an instructor on occasion at the Naval Academy. Now, imagine this. This guy who is in the midst of the Naval Academy's educational institution is teaching wokeism, anything goesism. This is unbelievable, Duke. Unbelievable. Well, given his current policy position, Rear Admiral may be appropriate for him, right? Uh, watch if you, you if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. But we have a video. You, let's hear it from the horse's mouth, or in this case, the horse's backside. President Biden has been uh, nothing but consistent uh, about his uh, belief, foundational belief in, in human rights, and LGBTQ plus rights are human rights. Uh, and uh, we, again, back to the earlier question, are never going to shy away, be bashful about speaking up for those rights and for, uh, uh, for individuals to live as they deem fit, as they want to live. And that's something that's a core part of our foreign policy, and, and it will remain so. If you really believe that, you hypocrite, then you would immediately do what you would do to any city in America that didn't protect those rights. You would cancel it. You would censor it. You would fine it. You would take it to court. But when it comes to places like China and the Middle East, you are all talk and no guts. You'll go after Australia or New Zealand. You'll go after England or Georgia or Ohio or DeSantis in Florida. But when it comes to dealing with the real big time players in the world, when it comes to LGBTQ rights, you're just a hypocrite. They are all hypocrites, Jake. 
Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you and I both know dictator Xi and Putin, they are laughing. They are they are just hysterically laughing. Look, Duke, I mentioned my father being in World War II, went in at 17, came home at 20. There was no snowflakeism, wokeism with him. And I can remember I was uh, probably a freshman in junior high school, and he said to me, come on, let's go. We're going to the movie Patton. And as you know, old Patton, his best friend was in the Battle of the Bulge, served in the Third Army under General Patton, and they called them blood and guts. It, he was the general the Nazis feared the most. Well, John Kirby is the admiral, the, the, uh, the socialists, the communists, the Russians love the most. There's a short clip we have of showing the nonsense, toughness, non-wokeness of General George Patton. Here we go. I think we have. We're not just going to shoot the bastards. We're going to cut out their living guts and use them to grease the treads of our tanks. We're going to murder those lousy Hun bastards by the bushel. Oh, my gosh. The trigger warning. Could you imagine if the today's Marine Marine training, Camp Lejeune, can you imagine how this would get the frilly undergarments of the modern Marine Corps uh, at some of these woke appointments, appointees who are now overseeing the demise of our military? Uh, that, that, that's triggering. It's got I'm Rear Admiral. Our Rear Admiral must be quaking in his frillies because we shouldn't even show that movie. Somebody being a warrior in wartime threatening to kill people that that's just unacceptable jake but dude dude I, that's why i miss rush limbaugh remember rush limbaugh used to say the purpose of the military is to kill people and break things we don't need this social engineering anything goesism it is demoralizing it is actually weakening the strength of the united states of america two s's come to my mind when it comes to america we need to focus in foreign policy on american sovereignty and american strength and wokeism and this whole lgbt crap is nothing but demoralizing and weakening the United States of America. Yeah, when the epitaph of America is finally written, and we may not be all that far away from it, you're going to see that at the forefront of transforming this country into something that's not recognizable as a country anymore will be our armed forces and the so-called joint chiefs who smoke in joints rather than doing what they ought to do have sold this country down the river and softened our military, turned our military into a social justice petri dish. Uh, the kind of things that are happening in this critical race area, I make this point all the time, Jake, I've probably made it to you ad nauseum. So your kid wants to be a Marine. He's 17 years old, 18 years old. He signs up. He takes an oath on his blood, his Bible uh, to the flag that he will defend the Constitution of the United States no matter what. He will give his life for it. Then his very first day in school as a military cadet, he learns from some critical race theory lieutenant that the Constitution is a racist document. It's not worth fighting and dying for. How do you square that circle? How do you take on uh, the world's enemies who hate freedom and hate democracy, hate America? How do you take them on when you're telling them that our own Constitution is worse than Marxism? You know, Duke, what you and I both know, we've taught this for years about, you know, Antonio Gramsci's long march through the institutions. We talk about the culture, the curricula, uh, the classroom, the churches. If you would have said to me 
five years ago, ten years ago, that Millie and uh, who, who's the secretary, Austin, the secretary of defense, and then is it Millie, he was the joint chief yeah, of staff. Yeah. If you would have said to me that they would have gone woke and taken the brainwashing wokeism, anything goesism, and incorporated into the curricula of the Naval Academy of West Point, I would have said you are on something. You, yeah, you have been smoking the joints of the joint. I, I can't believe this, dude. This is just unbelievable to me. Well, you're not the only one who's outraged. Former Secretary of State Mike, Mike Pompeo weighed in, arguing that American priorities might be a bit misplaced. Quote, our foreign policy should be focused on keeping America safe and prosperous. He said, if, if George Washington could have foreseen this, he probably would not have crossed the Delaware, Steve Cortez added. Uh, America has actually become... A gay imperialist project, said Carl Benjamin, a gay imperialist com uh, uh, project. We are actually colonizing other countries and exporting our major export these days. Uh, besides hot air is LGBTQ. This is what we am, a, an imperialism of LGBTQ wokeism. Duke, uh, that, that's absolutely, that's why you're the brilliant doctor that you are. I talked about that in the book Mob Rule that I wrote, uh, unmasking the radical leftists at our, our doorstep. And what's interesting is the Black Lives Matter Marxist movement, along with uh, the non only idea Antifa, to quote Joe Biden, these radical leftists, these Marxists, these socialists, when you saw that happening here in America in various democratically controlled cities, you saw it happening in cities. Sydney, Australia. You saw it happening in London, England. You, it, you're right. We have exported this imperialistic, right, wokeism, to, and, and nations, other nations of the world, are absolutely soaking it up, hook, line, and sinker. And you know, what we said earlier, who's laughing? The Chinese communists and the Ruskies are laughing at us right now for this. Yeah, I saw those videos you were talking about. They were amazing. The modern recruitment tool of the American military is feminism, it's gender fluidity, it's softness, it's it's anything but fighting. It has nothing to do with that. Uh, the, the When you watch a most of the the most modern American recruiting videos, they're all about changing America, not dealing with the America is the problem. If Trump supported America first, clearly the the military brass who are running these programs see American as the problem. And you go a little bit further, Florida GOP, Florida, excuse me, Florida GOP chairman, Christian Ziegler asked about this whole business. Uh, quote, can we get our diplomats back from being to being focused on foreign policy and our military back to developing warriors focusing on winning wars? Uh, to me, it sounds like a much better option than being for forced to learn Chinese. <laughs> hey, it took a Chinese student of mine to make me aware of this stuff. And he was literally in the classroom just laughing away like, do you guys not see it? Well, you and I see it. Your listeners see it. We understand it. I mean, the symbol of my show, One Nation, is the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima. Three of those men gave the ultimate sacrifice. This is an insult to the great men and women of the United States military who have given the utmost so that we could be free. And we were liberators from National Socialism and liberators from Imperial Fascist uh, Japan.
And let's not forget it was General Patton who suggested that perhaps we have to liberate, now that the Nazis have been defeated, perhaps we have to liberate communists, uh, yep. free states from communist control. He was not listened to, and mysteriously, shortly after he was dead for saying that, uh, by a automobile argument, an accident, a very odd one where he was walking down the road and got kind of run over, right? So uh, you know, it was one thing to take on and take out Nazism, but it doesn't seem like even going back to post-World War II, that there were those elements of American government who didn't want to even consider the possibility that communist was the communism was the next frontier. Uh, Patton was one of the ones who said it. And Christina Pshaw, Shaw, I love her. Her name is almost like a rebuke, right? Christine Shaw. Uh, she's the rapid response director and a very good one for the embattled Ron DeSantis always being attacked, not just by the left, but by Trump. She commented, quote, the U.S. State Department funding drag queen shows for children in Eastern Europe is the only way to push some, for some former Soviet countries back toward Russia. Great job, guys. Unreal. Duke, I don't know how to respond, man. This madness <laughs> that's going on. Yeah, I'm speechless in Tucson. The polls are looking for protection. The polls are looking for support. Uh, the Polish people want to stand up to this. They know what it's, Soviet aggression is like. And we're sending them drag queens, not missile defense shields. I mean, this is where we are in 2023. And it's going to get a lot worse because the whole premise of the Biden administration is this kind of social reset, which puts America in the spotlight for being evil. And our enemies are glorified for being, well, for lack of a better word, not us. That's right. Not us. Absolutely right. Still to come, the chancellor of UC Davis condemns Charlie Kirk as a purveyor of hate, and then Antifa decides to ambush the event. We're talking about that hypocrisy right around the corner. Oh, this is a good one. The hypocrisy and the ignorance of the left. Well, we know California is a lost state in many ways. Well, we have the, ch the chancellor uh, of uh, a major university in California, UC Davis, also one of the most progressive, is condemning Charlie Kirk for daring to speak hours before he took the, the stage and telling the, his own student body that he wishes he wasn't, they, were, they weren't allowed to come, that Charlie uh, Kirk is a purveyor of hate, that Charlie uh, Kirk is a provocateur. He said, I wish no one would show up at this event. However, he said, gosh, the stupid constitution that we live under, the, second, the First Amendment doesn't allow me to cancel him. But the chancellor sent out enough waves that the Antifa got the message and violently protested during uh, Charlie's attempt to speak. Yeah, this is this is classic Frankfurt School repressive tolerance is what this is. It's not a coincidence that this particular Chandler, who makes literally nearly a million dollars a year, this anti-capitalist who loves capital, uh, has really uh, drank the Kool-Aid of Herbert Marcuse's repressive tolerance, which in essence says we will tolerate all ideas that we agree with, but we will destroy any ideas we disagree with. These are not classic liberals, classic Republicans. These are illiberal fascists who in essence only want one brainwashing, indoctrinating, ideological way of being shared at the university level so it can permeate all the way down through K through 12.
It's a, we, sad, it's a sad day in American it, education. It is, and this, this is an African-American chancellor, somebody who uh, knows all about the dangerous of slavery and, and, and a lot allowing people to speak and what it's like to have your speech stifled. Knows all about that, and yet this didn't stop him. We have a video clip that Mike's going to roll. The field outside of the University Credit Union Center cluttered with people protesting ahead of Tuesday night's event, including what appeared to be members of Antifa. Cops off campus! Cops off campus! The crowd faced to face with a heavy law enforcement presence as event goers snuck their way in. They did a barrier where you couldn't even walk past them and they were being like physical too. Tonight's speaker, Charlie Kirk, a conservative podcaster who the university says is a proponent of misinformation and hate. UC Davis stands with our transgender and non-binary Aggies in opposition to this hateful and divisive messaging. Chancellor May also notes that any student organization has the right to reserve facilities and invite speakers of their choice. Yes, there's a lot of lies being spewed out out there that it's only like a white, it's like a white supremacist convention over here supposedly, but you know, I'm Mexican, bro. I'm Mexican, bro. I'm Mexican, you got to find that guy, right? Maybe and give him some of your steak while you're down there. Yes, I love it. I'm Mexican, bro. He gets it. He understands. You and I both know that, the, uh, you know, remember when Joe Biden said that Antifa was just an idea? What a fool. What an idiot. You know, the head of Black Lives Matter Los Angeles, Marlena Abdullah, her father is a Marxist, ran for mayor of Oakland, uh, John, uh, John, Abdullah, John Ryman, excuse me. Her grandfather was one of the founders of Antifa which in the 1930s in Germany. They were Marxists. They were Stalinists. And for, for Biden to, to talk about the idiocy that it's just an idea, these are Marxists, are anarchist revolutionaries. And people like this Chancellor uh, Gary May and, and friends of... Um, uh, Angela Davis, the Marxist Angela Davis, they are really a manifestation of the extreme leftism that has now taken over academia in the United States of America. It's a shame. I mean, they were saying that Charlie Kirk was 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 calling for the lynching of trans people. They're liars. They're masters of deceit. These leftists. Yeah, what's interesting about that is it's been po uh, pointed out in di many different conservative outlets. Not only was Charlie, spe uh, Charlie Kirk not speech speaking misinformation, he was instead trying to set the record sta straight on liberal college campuses, progressive campuses where only one voice is heard. But the chancellor himself lied and peddled misinformation to get Antifa to help silence him. And so I want to make sure we read to you exactly what he said. You got a little clip there, but here's a, a, a broader version of what he said to his own students, urging them not to go. He said, quote, thank you for sharing your distress at a student group hosting a speaker who is a well-documented proponent of misinformation and hate and who has advocated for violence against transgender individuals, complete lie. As a campus that is committed to our principles of community, UC Davis stands with our transgender and non-binary Aggies in opposition to this hateful and divisive messaging. UC Davis did not invite this individual and is not sponsoring the event. So in other words, right, we're gonna never once as, as Charlie Kirk advocated violence against anybody. And yet, uh, what he's calling out Charlie for is exactly what this overpaid apparatchik is actually saying about Charlie Kirk. Apparatchik, uh, 
Once again, spot on. You know, I worked with Charlie uh, uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, a few years back at Freedom Expo. Absolutely authentic uh, Christian conservative, loves this country. At 18 years old, he founded Turning Point USA. And 10 years later, he's made it, uh, you know, this incredible organization that has influenced hundreds of thousands of, of uh, college and now high school kids across the country. Now, I have my bias for young Americans for freedom, but they're two great organizations organizations who understand they want our children, they're brainwashing and indoctrinating our children with their radical leftism, wokeism, anything goesism, and they're fighting to actually help our, our young people understand the pernicious, poisonous nature of these types of chancellors and their duplicity uh, at the university. Well, it's interesting, too. It was not Charlie or his followers who engaged in violence. It was the Antifa and the leftist students who broke in the windows in one of the entrances to the venue itself, threatening violence, rage and hate against anybody who dared step in. Again, this is Soviet, right, where you are the ones who are the fascists. You are the ones who are censoring and killing and maiming and looting. And yet you blame your opponents with you smear them with this. Uh, the chancellor went on to explain, James that while he, quote, abhors the inflammatory speech of Charlie Kirk, the bar was too, too high for incitement of violence for the campus to cancel the event. They were, in other words, if we did the right thing and stifled free speech at UC Davis, if we canceled him like he deserves, the forces of the right would want riot. This is a laugh riot. What exactly forces of the right are there in Davis, California, right? What, what in the world are you talking about? And meanwhile, while he's, the words are no longer, have barely out of his, his forked tongue, when you've got his own leftist students trying to rip down the doors to punish anybody who would dare to enter. Yeah, this is this bizarre Huxleyan, Orwellian world and perversion of reality, perversion of words, perversion of things as they really are. These are the individuals that say they're anti-fascist and pro-First uh, Amendment, freedom of speech, and they're anti-First Amendment. They're actually, they're acting in fascistic ways. They're manifesting themselves as they truly are. And to stop and think that our commander-in-chief, during the presidential debates, when Antifa was brought up, said, oh, take a chill pill. They're just an idea. Poppycock, they're just an idea. They're, they are ideological, militant leftists, Stalinists, who want to destroy this great republic under God. And they're succeeding in many ways, and they're working in collusion with these chancellors and professors on our campuses across this country. I don't want to leave the last word in the mouth of that, that chancellor. I want to give you a quote from Charlie about what happened. Quote, I don't know if you saw, but they broke some windows the terrorists outside did. People had things thrown at them. He said, we're not going to put up with force or trying to shut down people you don't like. And instead, we're going to have a free society based on speech, based on dialogue, based on discourse. Tonight is a statement to them that they are the losers. That was Charlie Kirk. Yeah, and that's classic. That is classic uh, Christian enlightenment thinking that I will respectfully, respectfully agree to disagree. We will engage in debate in the uh, marketplace of ideas, and we will give you the freedom to be able to express your ideas without being, having our lives uh, or our security threatened.
Yeah, and it's especially galling to see this happen at universities. If universities, yeah. look at the word universe in university. It means universal. Universal opinions, universal ideas. There's nothing uh, that's alien to those of us who seek truth. There are many different perspectives and many ideas that should be shared. Critical th thinking itself is dependent on being c conversant with not just what you believe, but what other people believe, and being able to engage in civil dis discourse with them. None of that is being preached or taught at the universities today. I'll, in 10 minutes, give you, give you your last statement here. Uh, no, Duke, I, I can't beat what you just said. And that's why you and I are doing what we're doing. We want to, uh, you know, be a sounding board across this country to make parents, to make citizens aware of, of what the university is, is about. The university today has been taken over by the radicals and their anything goesism is a poison into the world of our children. And we need to be bold and take action against it. Thank you, Jake. And that's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions, comments, or you'd like to support the show, please simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us here at The Dr. Duke Show, thanks, Jake. And we'll be checking in with you again next week.